want to start 2022 feeling like you're in control and you're actually on the right track? If so, I want you to come along with me for this episode of a special guest. She's got some amazing tips about how you can do just that. So I'm going to see you on the inside. Let's do it. Welcome to the Roadmap to 50K on Shopify. Each week, we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So buckle up. Welcome your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. I am thrilled to introduce you, if you don't already know her, to Ashley Alderson. I am so pleased that you're here, Ashley. I really am. I am so pleased to be here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Excited that you're here because I know the people who listen to this episode are, if nothing else, they're going to feel great after they walk away from this episode. Just by listening to you, your wise words, your outlook on our industry and what's possible for them. And uh, and you really frame things up in such a nice, kind, positive way. And you've seen so many people actually be successful. So it's it's real too. So I know it's going to um, really make our members feel good and our listeners. But for those who don't know you, can you just share a little bit about you and the boutique hub? Because that's a great story. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, there's a couple stories in there. I am the founder and CEO at the Boutique Hub, and our mission at the Boutique Hub is to be the central connection point for the global boutique industry. So we connect boutique owners from all 50 states and eight countries now, and wholesale brands and industry service providers, and our mission is to give them every single resource they can need under one roof. So education, daily connection, we do business conferences, we have a wholesale platform, we sell day planners and products for small business owners. And we have a movement called Pink Friday, urging the general public to shop small first before Black Friday. So we just want to be the voice and the the backbone of our industry for boutique owners. And this was like all business ideas. I think sometimes they happen by accident. Uh, This is no different. I'm from North Dakota originally, which is not exactly the fashion mecca of the world. I love North Dakota, but I always thought like fashion was New York and fashion was LA. And then what about us? What about the rest of us? And to me, boutiques were really the, the only place that really sought to answer that question. Like boutiques are, are and independent brands are fashion and lifestyle for the everyday woman, right? And on main streets and online all over the world. So I have always loved boutiques and just wanted to create this place. But really, it first started as an online shopping mall of boutiques that really shifted into the resource center for boutiques that it is now. So it's been a long journey, but it's been a really great ride. So good. I love that you said that, that, you know, how, how your business has shifted from the online mall to the resource, Mm -hmm. because I think that it's something that we need to all like on board is that not everything starts out the way it finishes. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. (laughs) And we have to watch for the clues where we really should go with this and do more of what works in our business. But I have to share with everyone that the boutique hub is go check it out. You've got to go have a look because it really is like, it just looks like, well, first of all, it looks like a lot of fun, but it also looks like 
there's a resource. If you have a problem, there's probably a place where you can find a solution there. And that is so good. But I have to share with everyone too, that the other reason I think that they really need to check you out and the boutique hub is, is your, how do we call it? Your whole personality, the whole package. Because <laughs> one of the things that really attracted to me, me to you, uh, when I started listening to your podcast and someone told me I needed to meet you because you talk so much about community, mm-hmm. about collaboration. Like, don't look at this person as your competitor. Yeah. Uh, look at what you can do to support each other on your journey to success. And mm-hmm. so, like, how did that happen? Has that always been the way? That, yeah. I tell you what, um, community over competition is like the thing that the Boutique Hub was founded on. And when we started back in 2013, really no one was doing that yet. Our industry was so siloed and so competitive. And when you went to market, a boutique owner would go and, you know, pull a rack of clothes and then you'd like hit it because <laughs> you didn't want Sally down the street to know what was going on. And man, what a, what a tough life that is to live. You know, we all know what those feelings are when you feel like someone's copying you or someone's really competing with you. It just leaves you with this uck at the end of the day. And the first time I was really like made aware of this idea of collaboration over competition and community over competition was back in my economic development days. I worked as the executive director of our economic development corporation for four cities in our county in North Dakota. And there was a clothing store on Main Street. And there was another clothing store across the street. And one of them went out of business. And when that store emptied out and went out of business, the competitor across the street came into my office and they were like, Ashley, we have to do something to find another clothing store to go into this spot. And I was like, what? Like, why? You know, now your competition's gone. You should have more business. Like, why would you do that? And they said, no, you don't understand. Wherever there are two or more like stores together, now you've created a destination. And so we are stronger because we're both here together and more people want to come shop this one place. And so that just totally blew my hair back. I thought, man, I have never heard that, but that is so true. And so I took that entire like thought process and brought that to the boutique world. And I truly believe that's why yeah. the boutique hub is what it is today is because all these stores genuinely are there and wholesalers to support one another and lift one another up. She was a unicorn back in the day. <laughs> yeah, it was a unicorn back in the day. Yeah, that was sure. so because yeah. that's, you know, that's not most people, most people would be like celebrating. So that's really, that's very powerful. So let's talk about the other part of you, because here's the other thing that I think is, uh, is amazing is that you're not just the pretty things and the shiny objects and all the, um, the fun stuff of being a, a business owner. You talk about the data a lot, talk about understanding mm-hmm. numbers and knowing where you're at so that you can make a good plan to go forward, which is something that is like music to my ears. So um, tell me about that. Tell me what you want your the people in your audience to understand about data. Because um, most of them don't, like most of them are like, Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I understand why they are. I tell you what, I probably had to cheat halfway through algebra just to graduate. Like I was horrible at math, horrible at spreadsheets. And now, I mean, I'll just consider myself a freak in the sheets and the spreadsheets. I just love the data because that's really what fuels the business. And if I had a dollar for every time someone came and said, what's the secret? What like, what's the secret to success? The secret is that there is no secret. It's doing the boring, mundane things that don't look beautiful on Instagram every day when no one else is doing them. 
And that's being really consistent with understanding inventory, planning inventory, knowing your numbers, creating traffic plans. So you aren't just posting, you know, crap on Instagram and hoping that someone's going to buy it, but you actually have mapped out a plan and you know, how many emails do I need to send? How big does my list need to be? Where do I need to run Facebook ads? How's my SEO? Like, where can I count on all this traffic coming in? And then how much inventory do I actually have to have to match that traffic that's coming in so that I can meet my financial goals? So it has to be, you know, all data driven. There has to be a system. There has to be a process. And frankly, I love the internet. I love the opportunity to share information the way that both you and I do, Susan. And this is why I appreciate you because I know you're into data as much as I am. But frankly, there's just a lot of fluff out there. There's a lot of messaging that's really soft and you know, will maybe make you feel good for five minutes, but it really doesn't get to the heart of what it takes to grow a business. So likewise, I'll put this right back to you. I appreciate that you're very data-driven as well. That's a big deal. Well, I have to tell you something that's going to make you like me even better. <laughs> Let's hear it. I failed 11th grade math. Yes, I'm not alone. <laughs> It's true. And it was so overwhelming for me. I remember sitting on a park bench. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? I had to go sit on a bench <laughs> and hide mm-hmm. from it. But the yeah. bottom line is when you understand the outcome from knowing your data, then then it's yeah. a lot more fun. So I totally agree with you. And the only thing that I would add to that is that I think that when, once you know your data, it takes all the emotion about how you feel about your business out of it. Instead yeah. of feeling like a loser, you can look at your data and actually see your progress and say, oh, I, this is going to be okay. Yeah. I'm going to be okay. Just have to keep going. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I love that. And then the last thing I really love about you is how respectful you are with managing, you know, things that could be potentially conflict or that we could all look at as a negative in our industry and just done such yeah. a lovely job of reframing and making everyone feel like, you know, we're all going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And so that's so good. But let's talk about, because we are recording this at the end of the year. And so let's mm-hmm. talk about prepping for 2022. What, to, what are the things that you think if I'm a busy, uh, busy entrepreneur, what are the things that you think that I really need to pay attention to for the next Mm -hmm. prep for 2022? Yeah. Well, let's start here. I I think to look forward, sometimes we just have to take a quick look back and understand in the last year, what did we do that actually worked? Like what was the thing? What was the product? What was the vendor? What was the traffic source? What was the strategy? What was the event that we hosted? What was the collaboration we did? What actually did work? And then look back and go, okay, where was there room for improvement? What was the opportunity? What, what does my data actually tell me what worked, you know, high and low every month? And that's something too, and shameless pitch, but in our boutique boss planner, our day planner for boutique owners, we do that review every single month so that you can get to the end of the year and go, oh, bam, I have all this information right here. And when you do that, now we can start to really look forward and plan out the year ahead. And, you know, a couple high level things that I think are happening in 2022 that are really interesting. And we could talk about how to plan for them. One is it's going to be an inventory game. And so if you're a boutique owner who's listening and you're planning on buying spring, there's going to be very few recuts happening in spring. So when you have an opportunity to buy something, buy it early and make sure you have your inventory secured for spring. If you are um, someone who sells wholesale and you sell a product to boutique owners, 
know that there's a lot of boutique owners who are really diversifying their inventory in 2022 because there is such a demand on specifically clothing. And so they're looking for other revenue streams that are maybe home and gift or jewelry or some accessory, something that isn't just fashion. Yeah. Because of this whole like import, all the stuff that's happening um, at the port. So inventory is really going to shift in 2022. So I would say plan those numbers now. What is, what's my open to buy going to be? And how am I going to roll that forward? If you're not working with someone who can help you, or if you don't have a spreadsheet to start to build your open to buy, uh, definitely work on that right now. When you're getting into J months like January, that sometimes are a little slower, that's your best opportunity to make something happen for the months that are busier. I talk about the J months too. Do you? Yes, because they're slightly torturous, mostly. (laughs) They're slightly torturous. But they're a great opportunity because when times are slow, what do you do? You build your business yeah, and you prepare for when times are busy. Yeah. So good opportunity. Oh, good. So the one big thing that we all need to have on our radar is inventory. Make sure that you cover your bases with inventory. So good. What else? Uh, let's talk about content uh, for a little bit. And, and I'd love to talk about this in two ways. I want to talk about the, the relevancy, the importance of video. And then let's talk about how to actually plan and map out our content so it's not overwhelming. Uh, Because I feel like there's a lot of stress around that world of social media and content planning that can eat you alive. So let's talk about video first. I feel like this is something I've talked about for a long time. And now it's almost like a buzzword. And that's real authenticity. And I think there's fake authenticity that's out there. There's real authenticity that's out there. And one of the biggest blessings, in my opinion, that came out of COVID is just the realness of people wanting to do business with people. People do not want to do business with companies. So if you don't yet have some sort of like public persona with your company, if there's not like this real human connection and feel and relationship with your audience, now is definitely the time to do that. And that means across social media, we're using video, both long form, short form, live video. And we're also just being incredibly real and sharing content that's not just sales-based content, but also engaging content and branded content and the what's for dinner content, right? How can I engage and help my my consumer come back to me and say, you know what? I'm going to come back there because I feel good when I'm there. Not just I want to buy the things, but they actually make me feel good. It's an emotional connection I have with the brand, not just this physical product that I'm connected through. And, you know, I've seen it we focus a lot on paid traffic and I've seen it. I think there's a a direct connection between people who watch your videos and sales. Totally agree. All the time. So that's great. So if, if you're thinking about what you're going to do for social media this year, you think that you're really leaving money on the table if you don't start some video. And I think what I heard you say, which I would agree with is it doesn't have to be perfect. It has to be real. Oh yeah. I mean, everyone likes to like to see the behind the scenes and, you know, that's a bit of a hot mess. I think we all can relate to that. I certainly share a lot of behind the scenes hot mess that happens here. So yeah, it doesn't have to be perfect. You just have to get out there and do it. And that's to me, like this whole wave of social selling that's happening right now, comment sold and all these boutiques that are going live and live at market. It's fascinating to watch this because there's people that will come and just binge watch all those lives, like it's QVC, right? People just love that. And one of the best lives that I ever saw 
was this gal who she went live and her husband came in the camera behind her and God bless if like she's listening, just I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you because it was so funny. But her husband came in behind her. It was like going to try to like grab her a product to show. And he like trips and falls and knocks over the rack and like everything comes like piling down on him. And he's got like hangers hanging off of his shirt. And so she turns around and she's like, oh my gosh. And she turns around to help her husband. Well, when she does, like her butt goes right in the camera. (laughs) So then she's helping her husband doing this. And then she realizes her butt's in the camera. So she turns around and like panics because it's just a torturous mess. And at this time, the engagement's just through the roof and people are sharing the video and going crazy. Because everyone could see a little bit of themselves yes. inside of that video. So no, it does not have to be perfect. It just has oh, to be real. So good. That's funny. Can we convince her to like make that into an ad? <laughs> <laughs> right? If you put some paid traffic behind that, can yeah. you imagine? That'd be perfect. So good. That's really good. Okay. So video. Uh, are there any other things? Like what else would you put into a content plan as far as something that you really don't want to leave out? Okay. I will give you this secret strategy, Susan, because I know you love strategy. I do. I believe that there are six essential pieces of content for everyone to create. And again, time is money. So I believe these should be batched at the beginning of the week and then pre-scheduled so that the rest of the week, you can spend your time actually reading data, analyzing strategy, engaging with customers, and just like being real in the moment with people and not worrying about what you're going to post tomorrow. So the six essential pieces of content are number one, live video, live video, number one, everybody, number one, one. (laughs) live video. Number two is try on sessions or fit videos or just short clips. So like a 15 second, you know, well, here's this thing, whatever this is, here's how I would use it. Okay. So we've got short video. Number three is our product photos, which we all have. We've got beautiful product imagery that has to be styled. It can't just be a flat lay that you've tossed on the floor. It has to fully be styled. Number four is quotes and memes. So quotes that are not just fluffy, like it's going to be a great day. I mean, I would rather see a quote about, you know, Spanx and tampons. I don't know. Something that is actually a little bit juicy that people aren't going to say themselves but they can see themselves in and they want to engage with it and share it because they weren't brave enough to say it themselves. Number five is personal stories. So something that's happening in their life or in their brand or in their community that they can engage with others on and relate with others um, about. And then number six is collections. So what are people actually Googling right now? And what's the season? What's the collection? Is it gift guides? Is it January? So it's new year, new you. Is it, you know, Valentine's day? Like, what is the seasonality and the collection that I can put my product in that makes sense for my customer in a way that my customer would Google it? So if I have those six pieces of content and I batch all of them, now I can take them and use them in all kinds of different ways. The live video can be on Facebook. It can be also on Instagram. If I go with two phones at once, it could be on YouTube. I can go live on TikTok. Those product photos, obviously, they're going to go everywhere. Your website and social and Pinterest and in your emails. Your fit videos are going to go in all of your stories everywhere. Um, They can also go on your Instagram feed. They can go out in videos. You could make things into GIFs if you want. The point is batch this and then just reuse it and work smarter and not harder. Yeah. Don't put yourself in the position where you're sitting there on a Thursday morning thinking, oh, what can I post today? 
I think that's yes, for sure. That's mentally exhausting right (laughs) off the bat. And it's not, I think what you're saying is the individual things are not that important. It's the whole package and the Mm -hmm. consistency of that, which is what you're trying to achieve. So good. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Anything else they should do? Have we covered it all? Oh man, that strategy is big, but I would say at any point, if that is overwhelming, I would just sit down with a blank calendar, just like open up the month of February. And I would just start high level by circling. What are the biggest holidays I'm going to celebrate this month or the biggest social media holidays, whatever. We have this whole marketing bundle, we call it, that maps out every single month and everything you could do to market that month. So I would circle Valentine's Day, President's Day. Well, I don't even know what else happens. I love to say whatever it is. Um, Markets that I'm going to go to. Maybe it's my store's anniversary or my product anniversary, that sort of thing. So I'm going to circle those. And then I'm just going to work backwards. Okay, working backwards from this date, where do I need to create a Facebook event? Where do I need to go live? Where do I need to send emails? Where do I need to have ads firing? And just mark those in pencil on a calendar so you can rearrange them. And then I'm going to go into like the third level, which is, is there photo shoots? Do I need to have props and things purchased for photo shoots? Are there models I need to book? If it's an event, is there something else I need to coordinate? Food, whatever, entertainment, that sort of thing. And then the bottom level then is social media. So once I've got all that other stuff mapped out on the calendar, now I can put in, all right, Here's where I'm going to put in my social every single day and those six pieces of content. So there really is a layering that happens when we map out our entire month's worth of content. So it's not just like day by day and, you know, product by product, but it's an overall strategy. I hope everyone listened to that. Like if you, if you didn't catch that, I want you to hit the 15 second rewind a couple of times, because what Ashley just said means that all your work is aligned. It's all working on the same thing. And you don't start with the social media post. You start with the, the goal. What am I, what can I talk yeah. about? What do I hope will happen? And then you build the layers to that. And so if yeah. you didn't catch that, I want you to just rewind and like get a pen and write that down. Cause that was really valuable, Ashley. Thank you. Thank you for that. I have one more question. Do you mind? Go ahead. <laughs> so there are a lot of people that like, freak out at the thought of uh, bringing a little bit of themselves into uh, their social media posts and being a little Mm -hmm. bit real. Do you have a, like a framework that you talk to people about how they can ease their way into that? Or am I, I, Mm -hmm. I'm totally putting you on the spot. Like what it's hard, right. For some of them to, to decide, like, what would you, what would you recommend if you had someone who was just like, yeah, I don't think I can do this. (laughs) <laughs> well, sometimes the proof is actually in sometimes the proof's in the numbers. Like when you go to your Instagram, you posted a personal photo or something remotely personal, right? Look at the engagement on that photo on your business feed versus the product photo you posted five minutes ago. And to it, it should immediately click for you, like, oh, people want to see me and they want to hear from me. And so it might be as easy as you start with Insta stories you know, where it's quick, it disappears in 24 hours. And it can be, if you don't want your face on the camera yet, maybe it's just you walking around your warehouse or your store videoing out and it's, you're talking through something or it's you telling a story in your stories about your dog and something that happened with your dog that day or planning what's for dinner and asking and doing the little question box or the, this or that poll on what's, what are you cooking for dinner tonight? You know, tell me about that. Same in your Facebook group and just asking the question and building that personal relationship through text. 
And then it's going to be a lot easier as you dip your toe into that water to start to get onto video and go live. And I'm telling you what, the first time you go live, you may have to drink a glass of wine before you go. Like it oh, yeah, just be ugly. <laughs> yeah. be ugly for sure. Just get I that still- band-aid off, right? I still remember for me early in the day when I was going live, my son-in-law actually calling my daughter and saying, you got to jump on Facebook and see your mother. It'll just make your day. It'll give you the best laugh ever. But it gets better. And I think that what you said, again, so valuable. So write that down, guys, one step at a time. And what happens is when you look at the engagement, that's going to give you the confidence to do the next thing and the next thing. So good. So I have just a couple of more things I want to ask you about. And one is this project that I know you've been working on for such a long time, but it's of huge interest to me. Ashley, I know it's going to be of massive interest to the people who are listening to this podcast. So much of my audience is going to love to hear this. And I know it's it's not quite ready to launch yet, but can you share a little bit about Hub Inventory? Hub Inventory? Hub Inventory. Inventory. I would love to. This has been it, you know, when you are just working on a dream for a long time and you're so excited to share it with the world. That's what Hubventory is like for me right now. This has been a project, as you know, we've got, you know, about 7,000 uh, boutique owners who are part of the hub. We have close to a thousand brands now as well, wholesale brands. And they have asked for a couple of years if we would just build our own wholesale marketplace that's really built by the industry for the industry with the features they want, the pricing they want, um, the really intuitive business tools that they want that really is built to help them grow at the end of the day and not built to just pad someone's pocket at the end of the day. And so that's what we've been really working on building. So Hubventory will launch in 2022. It truly is built by our industry for our industry with feedback every step of the way. And I'm so pumped that it has so many features that no other wholesale platform has at this point. And it's also built to be integrated with in-person apparel shows and trade shows, gift shows as well. So a few of the things you can look forward to, again, trust is a huge factor for us. So I think making sure that this platform is highly curated, everyone on the platform, boutique owners, retailers, and the wholesale brands, everyone has to be vetted. I think it's it's got to be more than just oh I have a you know a tax ID and I can buy wholesale. No, it's more than that. We want to build lasting win-win partnerships for the long term. So trust is a huge piece. Creative inventory planning, that's a really big part of this too where a retailer can come in and map out what they actually have to spend and creatively almost like Pinterest build collection boards to plan out all the inventory they're going to be buying so they're buying really, you know, smart for the next couple of months or whatever their buying period is. And same on their receiving calendar. They have some really cool intuitive uh, boards that help you plan out when shipments are coming in so you can build collections around that and launch inventory around that. Uh, There's tons of integrations. Uh, We're fully integrated for both brands and boutiques with Shopify and hopefully comment sold in the near future as well. So you can just put your inventory in one place, use Hubventory as a sales channel and instantly make more sales at the end of the day. And then one more feature that I'm really excited about, you know, we're big on our membership at the Boutique Hub and the community that is the Boutique Hub. And we've always been big on perks for our members. And so we've actually been building in a generated discount for all members of the Boutique Hub who are shopping on Hubventory. So anyone can shop the platform, anyone can sell on the platform. But if you are a member of the Boutique Hub as a boutique, you automatically get a discount 
on everything you buy that does not cost anything to the brand. Actually, we eat that discount as just a thanks for doing business with us for all of our members. Oh, wow. So it's like VIP status for them right off the bat. I hope so. I hope so. I just feel like this has to be, again, a partnership between brands and boutiques, but also between the boutique hub and everyone who's on the platform. We want to make this your first choice when you go to either buy or sell wholesale as well. And, and again, it's not just an online platform. We have such a strong relationship with all the markets in the US, be that Magic, be that Atlanta, Dallas. And so there's some really cool features that you'll have to wait to see that also will highlight when you're going to market and you want to shop there. There's some integrations with Hub Venturi that'll be great for both boutiques and brands as well. And for the brands, it's to me, it sounds like it's going to eliminate a lot of the barriers to finding their right people mm-hmm. right now. And it's it just seems so much more of a connection between uh, who the, my right customer is and what I can provide for them. Like, it just seems like it will be a really easy way for brands to find their people. And speaking from experience, because I was just with my assistant this morning, I'm like, okay, go on fair and... <laughs> And I want you to search for all the dog stores. Yeah. <laughs> of course, you know, and then and then we went to a Google search for that. And it really was just, you know, going nowhere. Let's just be honest. And so <laughs> to think that you're putting this platform together of vetted merchants who already understand all the things that we'll need as brands to to really serve them well, that's really helpful too. I hope so. And I hope the fact that it comes with built-in education. So it's not just a tool, but it's a full-scale service where you have you know features that can help teach you how to be more successful on and off the platform, on social media, on managing inventory, on your production cycles. We want to make sure that we're fully equipping every business owner who comes to the platform. And we're not just asking them to buy something while, while they're there. And the other thing I would say too, just thinking about really connecting with who your customer is, we built a lot of AI and intelligence into the platform. So when boutiques are being onboarded in the platform, they go through a whole quiz process and they can actually follow just like social media, follow the brands they love. And then every time they log in, they have a feed of all the new products from the brands that they love. They don't have to search for them. Everything is curated right there for them. And on top of that, there's you know a few ways to shop, obviously, on the platform, whether that's through product search or the brands I'm following or these inventory planning boards that we've built into the entire platform. And that's a cool way for brands to also collaborate with one another. Each brand has their own board where they can you know pin and save their latest products that they've uploaded to their own profile. But brands can also collaborate with one another. So if you wanted uh, to collaborate you know, pet brands, a whole bunch of pet brands together and create a really cool board where in community over competition, you're sharing one another's products and driving more traffic to like stores. There's a way to do that too. So we just try to really take creative and unique ways that have never been, you know, attempted before in this realm to make it best for all the businesses on the platform. Oh, it's exciting. Really. I signed up. I signed up to be notified when you uh, when you get going. I'll get the doggo on there, and I'm sure lots of people are listening. It's you can't miss it on Ashley's site, and just sign up to be the first to know when they're getting ready to go live with that because I think it's a huge opportunity for us, for for my people, anyhow. So let's talk about you, uh, brave girl. Have a live event, like a big whopper of a live event coming up. 
We do. I know. Let's talk about the boutique summit and what happens there. Well, like I was telling you in marketing strategy earlier, people really want to do business with people. And it's one thing to do it through a screen, but it's a whole nother to do it in person. So starting back in 2017, we launched an event called the Boutique Summit, which is the largest business conference for boutique owners and wholesale brands in the country. It's two full days of education and networking, top speakers, the latest in strategy, its own private trade show, all kinds of great things happen at the Boutique Summit. And it's coming up in March in Dallas, right before uh, the apparel show in Dallas in March. I believe it's March 20th and 21st. And man, it's, it's going to be a great event. We bring about a thousand boutique owners and wholesale brands together for that event, give or take, whether there's COVID or no COVID and what the restrictions are. Uh, we want to make it safe for everybody who's able to attend. But I would love to see as many people there as possible because it's yeah. a really great experience. Yeah. And and wouldn't it be great just to get out and see what's new in person? Yeah. Really, really good. Oh, that's exciting. And when do, when do tickets go on sale for that? Um, they will be on sale before the first of the year. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, listen, thank you so much for all of this. And I want to hear more when Hub Venturi is ready to roll. Please let me know because I, I think there's going to be a lineup from our side of the room. <laughs> I can't so please let me know when that's ready to go. But I know that there are people who are want, you know, wanting more and wanting to know more about the boutique hub and get to know you a little bit better. And so where should we send them? Uh, I would love to send you anytime to any of our socials, the boutiquehub.com or the boutique hub on Instagram. But if you really want to get an intimate behind the scenes look at what we do, we have a really cool live virtual event coming the very first week in January called the best year yet series. This is just a way it's totally free for anyone and everyone to come together and plan and collaborate and strategize all about what we're going to do in 2022 together. Um, I will have the link for you if you would love to share that in the show notes. Otherwise you can find it um, in our Instagram bio on the homepage of our website, anywhere you find the boutique hub, we'll be sharing information on the best year yet series as well. Perfect. So I'll grab the link from you. We'll put it on the show notes and then we'll also post it on the social sales girls page so that people can have a look and they can, that way they'll get to know you really well if it's three days. (laughs) (laughs) Very personal. Yes. Yeah. So listen, it has been such a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for your time today. I'm sure there will be lots of people running over to check you out. I'm sure lots of these people already know you, but it was a real treat for me to get to know you better. So thanks again, Ashley. Susan, thanks so much. I really appreciate you and I appreciate all that you're doing. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at the Roadmap to 50K and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps, I think you really have to check out our inner circle. You know, it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way And you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on. You know, in the inner circle, our only purpose is to help our members get results. And because of that, we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you. And we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices. Because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again. So if this sounds good to you, I want you to head on over to the socialsalesgirls.com forward slash inner 
circle and get on the wait list. We will send you a lesson so that you can see what's waiting for you on the inside. And we'll also invite you to join us the next time we are open to take new members. So listen, friends, that's all. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and I will see you next week.